Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Yo! What's up, Facebook peeps? Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guidance servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Boast. Coming to you from the fine city of Beverly Hills, California. I was supposed to catch a plane at 7 o'clock this morning, and I had a meeting at 11. And guess what? At about 1 o'clock in the morning, I got a notification that my plane had been delayed till 12.30. So what's that say for my meeting? It did not happen. But, as I like to say, anytime I land safely, it's a good day. Hello, Mimi. I see you shining, girl. So I had a question come in. Thank goodness, because I didn't have anything to talk about other than your beautiful faces. And it's a good question. And it is my two 10-year-olds are smearing poop, playing with poop, and hiding poop due to their years of sexual abuse. How do we get them to stop it? Good question. The psychiatrist is recommending sweet and sour candy for sensory something or another. Okay. Um, the first thing, there are a couple things with um, smearing poop, hiding poop, playing with poop. So you have to realize that you have two children. You already know they're, they're they've been extremely sexually abused. So that means they've also most likely been extremely neglected. Children learn really early in environments of extreme neglect <clears throat> that this part of them that comes out is something to play with and keep them entertained. It almost becomes a, a soothing mechanism. You know, a, a child's Pooping, it's like when you are potty training a child and they poop for the first time and they get up and they look at it and they're like, holy shit, <laughs> pun intended, that came out of my body. And children who are, who are, who grow up in environments of extreme neglect have that same, that same experience. The actual pooping is a part of a psychosocial developmental stage where they are learning their whole being. And they're also learning that this excrement that comes from them, excrement that comes from them, is a part of making, it's almost like cementing their reality. It's like, if I poop on myself, I know I'm here, I know I exist. Children who've been extremely sexually abused are very dissociative in nature. And so the playing with the poop, the smearing the poop, in, in mo most ways, most situations, is the child establishing, it's almost like grounding themselves to this reality. If I smear the poop, I know I'm here. If I'm playing with the poop, if I'm holding this poop in my hand, I know I exist. If I'm hiding poop, I know that no matter what happens to me in the middle of the night, no matter what kind of abuse that I might suffer, I know I exist because that poop is over there hidden under 
that t-shirt. So this is a stage that most children actually master between two and three years old. Therefore, no, no longer needing to hold on to it. But when you come from an environment of extreme neglect and abuse, you haven't mastered that stage. So that's really important to remember. Number two, it's important to remember, this is really important. Woo goodness gracious. Every time your boys poop, that stimulates the anus, which stimulates a combination of pleasure and trauma simultaneously. Completely confusing to the brain, completely confusing to them. There is a part of it that feels good, and there is a part of it that literally sends them back into their trauma every single time. That's really important to keep in mind. What you want to do with this, and we're gonna I want you to work on this for the next the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna say three weeks probably. <clears throat> the first thing I want you to do is I want you to hold each of your boys in, in your arms and I want you to talk to them about the sexual abuse they experienced. And I really want you to allow yourself to connect emotionally. Connect to the sadness, connect to the overwhelm, connect to the anger of your children having to go through such an experience. Talk to them about how sad they, they must have felt, how scared they must have felt. Ask them. Ask them to share. Probably what's going to happen is they're, they're going to go into some level of shock and kind of shut down. You'll know that when they just give you a blank look. Or they'll close their eyes. They'll just shut down. They won't, they'll be frozen. And you'll feel it. When that happens, you take some deep breaths. Slow way down. Lower your voice. And say, I've got you. You're safe. Everything's going to be okay. Really, 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 really want you to connect emotionally in this situation. It's so important. Their dissociative tendency doesn't allow them to open up emotionally until you open up as the parent. Once you open up, then they'll open up. I want you to have that conversation with them. And then... I want you to identify the times when they go to poop. So are they morning poopers, afternoon poopers, evening poopers? And I want you to tell them. I know that when you go to poop, it can sometimes be stressful. And I know that it can be confusing. I want you to know you're always going to be safe. I want you to know that I'm going to take care of you and bad things are no longer going to happen to you. So when you get ready to go poop, I want you to let me know. Because I'm going to stand outside the door. And I'll read a book to you. I'll hum a song with you. We can talk. I want you to know that you feel safe because I know you don't feel safe when you are playing with your poop, when you need to hide your poop, or when you're smearing your poop. That tells mom and dad you don't feel safe. And that makes me so sad because we want you to feel safe more than anything. So for the next three weeks, I actually want you to think of them as two-year-olds that you're going through a potty training routine. But respect them as 10-year-olds and respect their privacy. Now, you might have a 10-year-old that wants you to come in. Go in. It's no big deal. It's your kid. It's fine. Go in, hang out, sit down, put a nose pit over your nose, whatever you got to do, and be there with them. 
connect, help them feel safe through that process because they have a lot of mixed feelings. And think about that. Every time they poop, every time they poop, they are teetering on re-experiencing a traumatic, a traumatic response. So do that for the next several weeks and then check back in with me. I think you'll be surprised at what you see just, just by having the conversation with them, number one. Number two, realize that they're not doing this intentionally. They're not doing this because they're bad children. They're doing this because this is a learned, at one level, it's a learned behavior, especially if they were in an environment of extreme neglect and usually most instances where parents or adults were sexually abusing children, those same children are being um, extremely emotionally neglected, physically, physically um, neglected and being left alone for long periods of time. So it is learned. It's a learned self-soothing mechanism. And then they have to meet that stage of, they have, to, they have to master that stage of development. So that's what you're going to be helping them do. So I hope that's helpful. What is today? Today is Terrific Thursday. It's almost Friday. Tomorrow's Friday, guys. Remember, in any given situation, oh, oh, one other thing. I think I talk about pooping pants in the Great Behavior Breakdown. So if you don't have a copy of that, you might want to get a copy of that. Because um, I go into to some specific things there too. But what I just told you today is, is it's going to be enough to get you going. So do that for a few weeks and then check back in with us. Let's see where you're at. Um, remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or we can stop, we can slow down, we can take three to ten deep breaths, and we can choose love. God bless each and every one of you. Big Papa loves you. Hope you have a fantastic evening. I've got an article I've got to finish, so I'm going to get on that. Have a good evening. Good night, everyone. See you tomorrow!